Welcome to The Coaching Circle, a podcast where we explore the world of coaching, business and personal evolution with me, NLP Master Trainer, Coach and your host, Tony Everard. Inspiring conversations and deep dives into every aspect of your coaching and wellbeing business with experts in their field to help you stand out as the expert in yours. Get ready, let's go. Today, I'm talking about what it is that you really need to change if you want to consistently create different results in your life and your business. And so what we're talking about here is your personal identity. Now, let me take you back about 10 years ago. Now, if you had met me 10 years ago, you would have met a very different version of me. I mean, I was still me in a lot of ways, um, but there was really key parts about my identity that was very limited in what I thought was possible. I was riddled with social anxiety and so as a result I would drink too much wine. I I had loads of self-doubt. I was very avoidant. I worked in a low-paying accounts role which I prided myself of being very good at, mind you, and uh, I had this kind of unhealthy attraction to bad boys. Or in other words, men who were emotionally unavailable and drank and smoked and took really dumb risks. And uh, and essentially I got to a point in my life where I realised that that reality did not create a picture of who I wanted to be as a grown-up. And so I began the journey of self-development that started with getting rid of a bunch of old emotional baggage that I had been carrying around with me for a long, long time. So I had loads of fear, loads of fear, loads of fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of judgment. I had very low self-worth. I mean, I wasn't a complete loser. (laughs) I'll give myself that much. I was pretty funny. I thought I was funny. I would always laugh at my own jokes, but I did make people laugh and I could bust out some pretty awesome moves on the dance floor because I spent a lot of time there on the weekends and uh, and I was pretty good at accounts and accounting, payroll and all those kinds of things that I did in my uh, role. However, it was all just a fraction of what I was really capable of. The reason that I didn't have higher standards for myself in my career or in my relationships or in my health, um, you know, which meant that I didn't study any further, I didn't live a healthier lifestyle, it meant, you know, I ignored the red flags in relationships, Uh, it meant I was, you know, being okay with not having very much money And, and all of that really was because my self-identity didn't require me to do any different. So how I thought of myself, how I saw myself, who I thought I was matched that reality. Okay, so it didn't require me to do anything different than what I was doing. The situation and how I felt about it matched what I thought I was or who I 
I thought that I was and what I could expect from life. And although, you know, I might have thought, well, yeah, there were things that I would like differently, I wasn't really committed to them. And that way of being and that way of thinking wasn't very much different from the people that I'd grown up with or the other people that I spent a lot of time with. That was the normal, right? The normal was that you lived this life where things weren't great and you would sort of say, yeah, well, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be lovely if this, that and the other? But there was no real commitment to making that happen. It was just a statement. But it wasn't until I got sick enough of how my life was or in other words, there was enough pain about being in that same revolving go nowhere type spiral that I started to look for a way out. And I decided that I needed a very different approach to life and the way that I thought about it. And I'm wondering if, you know, you can resonate with this in some kind of way for yourself. It might not be the exact same kind of story, but if you've ever thought, you know, I'm going around in circles around my health or um, I'm just consistently working in these jobs where I don't like the people I work with or I don't really feel very fulfilled from the work that I do or that, you know, I have this pattern of relationships or I keep thinking I would like to have a business or maybe you keep thinking you would like your business to be more successful. Whatever that might be, you keep thinking it but nothing's really changing. Well, this was... This was my reality, right? Up until the time where I met my first coach and through my first coach heard about this thing called NLP or Neuro Linguistic Programming and that's when I began that transformation through understanding how my mind actually worked and separating myself from my thoughts, realising I was actually in control of my thoughts, not the other way around and through that process, I come to understand what this self-identity thing is all about and not just understand what it's all about but understand how to change it because this is the important thing, right? Otherwise, you've just got knowledge. Knowledge is great but unless you know how to apply that knowledge, it's just some interesting stuff you've heard, okay? So, so what is it that your identity is made up of? What is your identity? How is it How is it made up? This is the thing we first need to understand, right? And so your identity is essentially, come. it comes from the conditioning that you've received and accepted since you were born on how life is and how you sit within that. What's your relationship with the life that you have? How have you been conditioned into that? Okay, and this conditioning, we talk about conditioning comes from your family, it comes from your school, it comes from your society, your culture, it might be your religion, um, you know, your workplace, the people that you hang around with, right? That how that all is conditions you in a way that you get this understanding that, okay, this is how the world is and, and this is my relationship with it, according to what everyone else around me thinks and does right so it's your beliefs it's your values it's your attitudes it's your habits it's your behaviors 
It's what you believe to be true in the world and what your place in the world is. It's the unconscious beliefs that you have about education, about relationships, money, uh, how you use your time, how hard you work, how much you work, what type of work you can do, how you relate to other people, what type of person you identify with or maybe groups of people that you feel that you belong to. So it's all of your unconscious values that determine what is good or bad or right or wrong or acceptable or unacceptable. And all these beliefs and values, they become the filters in your mind. They filter any information you receive. You filter through these beliefs and values and you create your reality based on that information that you filter and you delete, distort and generalise that information through your filters. And essentially if you think all of this has been conditioned into you, most of it's not even really yours. They're things that you've taken on from those people who have been around you, especially in that zero to seven kind of age group and even up to you know, 14, 15. You're very heavily influenced by other people. And so you create this identity. So what that means is if you want to create a different reality for yourself than the one that you've been conditioned to living or if you've got clients who want to create a different reality for themselves, the thing that you need to understand is what are the unconscious motivators that are creating the current reality and also identify what are the thoughts and beliefs that are required for you to consistently have to be motivated and naturally driven to create a different reality. Okay, And this is all stuff and this is why we talk about it being unconscious because nobody thinks about this stuff consciously until you have conscious awareness of it. Okay, So for most people who have never done any kind of mindset work or, or self-development and I know this for a fact I've I ran a workshop once and this was a few years ago and I started the workshop asking does everybody here know that you have an unconscious mind thinking that of course they did well no someone said no I didn't know that okay so a lot of people have no conscious awareness about how they're creating their reality okay and if you're listening to this I've, I'm quite sure that you did have some awareness about that, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to a uh, podcast called The Coaching Circle, but your clients might not, okay? And so, you know, it's really important that we, we educate ourselves about this, how we are creating our reality or, or we educate our clients because if you want your clients to get different results, they need to understand, right? You can't do anything to them to magically make them change their life you can only educate them and give them the systems and the processes and the understanding from themselves to do it themselves, right? That's how they'll get consistent results even after they finish working with you. Okay, so people who work in a job, for instance, that they don't enjoy for less money than what they want to earn and they do this consistently They do it because their beliefs and values keep them making the same decisions and taking the same actions each day 
to maintain that reality. Okay? And that's also why if someone wants to get fit, for example, right, it's coming into summer and they think, oh, it's coming into summer, I better get fit. And the gym's putting on a six-week challenge and they think I'm going to join that challenge and I'm going to be beautifully fit and healthy once it gets warm and I want to wear, you know, summer clothes. But if that person doesn't take on the identity of a fit person, if they stay in their same identity and they're just going to go and do this six-week challenge, right, they're, gonna, they're not going to get the results. Because if you become a fit person to have changed your physical fitness, your physical reality on a consistent basis and maintain that, you have to shift your values and your beliefs to be those of a fit person. And if you don't do that, what will actually happen is that, say you join a six-week challenge, but you haven't changed anything about your identity, you will lose motivation or even quit after the first few weeks. Or if perhaps you do manage to get through the challenge and you make some changes, then after the challenge is finished, you'll probably go out and celebrate and then within a few weeks revert back to your old ways and end up in your previous state of health. Right? And this is why gyms put on consistent six-week challenges because they know nobody just does a six-week challenge and stays there they need motivation to do it again, okay? They've got to go back and do it again and do it again because their reality, their personal identity doesn't match that of this person being really fit, okay? So they need some kind of external thing to motivate them to like, oh, it's time to go and get fit now, okay? Whereas someone who has the identity of being a fit person, they might do challenges but they probably don't need to because they're already going to the gym regularly, they're already being focused on putting healthy food into their body. They're already hydrated. They're already getting good sleep. They're already managing their state. Okay, They're already doing those things because they value health. Right? Health is high in their values. And you can tell people who's, uh, who, who have health as a high value because they look healthy, right? because they do it consistently. So your identity is really like the thermostat of your life. So you may have some increases or decreases in the standard that you live at or what it is that you achieve, but it will always gravitate back to where you unconsciously identify yourself as being, who you identify yourself as being, your set point. Okay, so for people who don't have any conscious awareness of it, they might have some you know, better times and some worse times, but it always even out to this kind of unconscious set point which is their identity so the question then from there it's a two-part question really is how do you know what beliefs and values you need to adopt to change your reality because it's all great to say oh well I would love to have you know these outcomes but how do I know what kind of beliefs and values would I have if I was being that person because if you knew them you probably would have that reality right that can be the conundrum. It's like, well, I'm not that person, so how do I know? And the second part of that is even if you do know what beliefs and values you need to adopt, how do you actually change them? How do you take on new values and beliefs? Because it's all unconscious, right? Well, this is where 
tools like NLP, neurolinguistic programming, comes in as a very, very powerful tool. Now, firstly, the interesting thing about NLP is that the only thing in NLP that doesn't come from psychology or any other sciences is modelling. So modelling is the key NLP tool and is what the whole set of skills and processes of NLP is based on is modelling. So modelling is essentially when you find someone that has the kind of results that you want, that knows how to do something that you want to know how to be able to do for yourself. With modelling, you can find out how they do the process of creating those results and then replicate that within yourself. Okay, so when we think about how does someone create some kind of results, it's then looking at, okay, what are their consistent thoughts, feelings, actions, strategies? What do they focus on? What are their values? What are their beliefs? So that they consistently create the kinds of results and outcomes that they have. Okay, when you find that out, you can replicate that within yourself. Now, often when I ask people how they will feel when they have their result, they'll say, oh, well, I'll feel really relieved or I'll feel really happy. But that is the response to thinking about the result from the identity that you have now. Okay, so if I was to think about, um, you know, if I had now a multiple seven-figure business, I could go, yeah, if I had a multiple seven-figure business, I would just feel really happy and amazing and, and all that kind of stuff. Sure, I, I, I'm sure I'd be happy that I had that as long as it was within the bounds of what fit the rest of my values and beliefs for my world. But that's not what will get me there, right? When we think about what is it that you will think or feel when you have that result, it's more about what will you be focusing on? What is it that you do on a consistent basis? What are your values? What are your beliefs? So if it was around having a multiple seven-figure business, for example, I would have to know what it is that I value and values being these things that help you judge whether things good, bad, right, wrong, acceptable, unacceptable, my beliefs. So I'd have to have beliefs that support me in creating a multiple seven-figure business. Okay, so that'd be beliefs around sales, marketing, business, time management, um, you know, how easy it is to make money, a whole range of things, right, that would have to match that outcome. Okay, it wouldn't just be me sitting there going, geez, I'm so happy that I have a seven-figure business. That wouldn't create it, okay. So wherever you are now, if you think about it in this way, wherever you are now, I can guarantee you that you're not sitting there thinking, wow, I'm so relieved and happy that things aren't worse or that things aren't like they used to be. I mean, there might be an odd occasion where you are thinking that, but realistically, you just think that wherever you are now is normal and it feels aligned with who you are. You're like, yeah, however you think about your life, your relationships, your money, your business, it's a, it's just, okay, this is how life is. It's normal. It's familiar. 
you know what you think about every day that creates those same ongoing results. And so this is the thing. Once you discover the thoughts and the beliefs and the values and the actions that are part of the identity that you want to create so that you can have those new results consistently, then the next part of that is you need to be able to change them. So, okay, let's say you found someone who has the results and you've been able to model them. So maybe you've had a conversation with them. Maybe it's a coach that you have or it's, you know, some other kind of colleague or friend or someone that you've met and you're able to talk to them and ask them, like, what is it that you, you, you know, you really believe to be true? What is it the main things that you focus on every day? What are, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Like, how do you, you know, go about creating this? You find out all of that. Okay, great. You've got that information. So then how, how do you actually ad- adopt that for yourself? Well, there's a few ways that we can think about this, how we can create this for yourself. So firstly, your behaviour can override your beliefs, okay? It's, if you've got beliefs that don't match a certain outcome, it doesn't mean that you can't get that outcome. It just means you're going to have a lot of resistance. So it will take a lot of willpower, a lot of repetition, okay? It will be a lot harder slog, but if you consistently act in a way that overrides your beliefs, you'll eventually create new beliefs, right? So that's, that's a way you can do it. You can also change your environment. So spending more time with people who have the outcomes that you want. So when you spend more time with people that have the outcomes that you want, you will see more about what they do, how they talk, how they act, how they relate to other people, kind of conversations that they have. Their whole way of being will start to become your new normal. It will become familiar and your mind will naturally adapt to the environment that it's in and learn how to make that the new standard. Okay, so that's a really important thing to do. Really look at your environment and who's in your environment. Right? And then the most important thing that you can do is learn how to work with your own unconscious mind. And this is why, you know, tools like NLP, timeline therapy, hypnosis – These are so powerful because they work with the unconscious mind. You learn how to communicate with your own unconscious mind and unconscious mind is where all our feelings are and our memories and our beliefs and our values and all these kinds of things. And although consciously you can think, yes, this is what I want, it's a very different way of thinking to get your unconscious mind on board. You have to be able to bypass that conscious thinking. And that's why these tools are so powerful because most people don't know how to do that. We're not taught how to do that as children. I think we all should be. Uh, It would be great if the school systems actually taught people skills about how to use their own minds. (laughs) That would be amazing. Um, But at the moment, they're, they're teaching all different kinds of knowledge for whatever agenda that is we won't go down that path today however there are ways that you can go and learn this stuff 
I, I teach this stuff. As an NLP master trainer, I've been teaching this stuff since 2016 and I can guarantee you that every time someone comes and does this training with me, they say, oh, my God, all schools should be teaching this stuff. All parents should be learning this stuff. All kids should learn this stuff before they go out into the world because it is very much around understanding yourself and being in control of yourself, right? When you can control yourself, when you can master yourself, you can create any kind of reality that you want. Okay, so you can change your beliefs and, and your values by learning how to create different meanings and different representations in your own mind and these become the filters that you filter information through. So what that means is when you've got different filters in your mind, different values and different beliefs and you've learned how to change those, you will see different opportunities you will respond differently. You'll take different actions. It becomes this intrinsic motivator to act in a different way. You also need to learn how to maintain a resourceful state, okay, because how you feel in any given moment will have a massive impact on your behaviour. And if you've got a lot of old emotional baggage from the past because this is one of the things people aren't learning how to do, aren't taught, don't learn how to do very well and that is how to deal with your own emotions, how to acknowledge and process and release emotion, okay? Emotion is energy in motion and people get conditioned in all kinds of ways that it's not okay to show emotion or that their emotions don't matter or all kinds of things, right? And children don't learn how to process their emotions, express their emotions, they get trapped in their body and they become these unhelpful filters, which they filter stuff through, right? When you've got a lot of negative emotions trapped in your unconscious mind, your body, it's very hard to stay in a resourceful state. When you're in a resourceful state, okay, when you're in positive emotions and you can maintain that ongoing, you're much more solution-focused, you're much more of an action-taker, you make better decisions, you... Uh, have better self-talk, all of these things which create you having better outcomes. Okay? It's emotional intelligence. The higher your emotional intelligence is, the better you'll do in life because humans are emotional creatures. Okay? So when you learn how to maintain a resourceful state and you can train your focus and become purposefully action-oriented rather than just running on autopilot and reacting or getting triggered by everything in your daily life, right, you've been in that resourceful state, you can create change much easily, much more easily. A lot of people are stuck in their reality through trying to change their emotional state by getting a physical change. Okay, so a lot of people struggle changing their health because they're eating as a way to change their emotional state. People get addicted to things like alcohol and drugs and cigarettes and those kinds of things because they don't know how to deal with their emotions. And so they use those things as a way to change their emotional state. Okay, so it's mastery of self. It comes back to mastery of self. When you understand how to do this for yourself, you're not looking for external things to mask how you feel or to numb how you feel. And when you feel in a positive state, it's much easier to create positive change. 
Now, the, the really interesting thing to know here and to remember is that there is no magic pill. So, yes, I talk about these tools like NLP, hypnosis, timeline therapy. They are very, very powerful tools and they can help you no end. And this is exactly how I've changed my life from being, you know, that single mom working in a part-time accounts role, drinking too much wine, having all that fear to now, you know, running a um, successful business, training, mentoring other coaches and well-being practitioners, having a podcast, speaking, um, you know, doing all kinds of things which before just didn't seem possible for me. But now it is because I've learned how to, I didn't just learn these tools, but I learned how to apply them consistently. And that's how, what I help my clients do. This is what my programs are all about and, and what I'm really passionate about in training because I really believe that if everyone had these tools, if every business had access to these tools, every household had access to these tools and this knowledge and everyone had a much greater emotional intelligence and the ability to you know create what they wanted, the ability to relate to others – we would just live in such a different world. It's a massive passion of mine um, to do that. So this is why, I, I, you know, I love sharing on this podcast as well because if you know people that would benefit from this information, share it with them, right? Share it with them. You never know what, what change could make for someone's life. So there is no magic pill, but you can learn the tools. You need to apply them consistently and you also need to know exactly what it is that you want. Right? That's the thing. You need to know exactly what it is that you want and you have to be able to choose to recondition yourself through an environment which is conducive to change. Surround yourself with people who already have the results that you want or in support of you having that change. Okay, Because sometimes you have very well-meaning people around you who want you to stay as you are because they know how to relate to you as you are. You have to learn how to work with your unconscious mind and and learn how to work with it in a way to become aligned with what you want. Okay, and you also have to hold yourself accountable. Okay, often people talk about boundaries and boundaries as if boundaries are about, oh, I've got to have these boundaries so other people don't step over my boundaries. You've also got to have boundaries for yourself that you don't step over. You've got to hold yourself to a higher standard. You're going to be committed to creating a change within yourself. Right? So that means sometimes doing things that you don't really feel like doing until it becomes part of who you are. So you've got to take responsibility for that. Okay? Nobody can take responsibility for that for you, not if you want consistent change. So as an NLP master trainer, I'm just obsessed with how all of this works and helping people get real about creating this kind of change in their life and their business so that you can be stepping out and doing what it is that you're here to do. So you can be living large. You can be having a big positive impact on the world because if you're here on the planet – I know for a fact that you're here for a purpose. It's not coincidence. It's not just random. It's not you weren't an accident. No matter what story you've been conditioned to hear, you're here for a purpose. 
Okay, but this whole thing about identity is what holds a lot of people back. And that's why I'm running a five-day challenge to overcome imposter syndrome starting on November the 20th. And uh, it's a five-day challenge. And I shared so much gold in this challenge. It's more like a course. It always blows people's mind when I run these types of challenges because I share so much because I want people to get access to this information and not just have access to it, but apply it. So I'm very focused on having people understand how to apply, not just learn, but how to apply it so that you can be in charge of your own life, your own results. Okay, so this five-day challenge that I'm running, it's more like a course, but one that gives you actionable tools so that you can unpack where your current identity is, keeping you stuck in the same results that you've been having and how to change it. So if you want to check that out, check the links in the show notes. It'll be there. You can come and check, join that November the 20th. It will be mind-blowing. But the thing that I really want you to ask yourself today is what are you committed to changing? What results do you really, really want? Okay, because that's what you've got to start with. You've got to know what it is that you want. What are you committed to changing? And then think about where in, where in your environment does something need to change? Okay, do you need to bring different people into your life? Do you need to maybe spend less time with certain people in your life? And really have an intention about that. Okay, because, you know, one of the things that I've, I've known for myself in this journey is that when you start doing personal development, like deep personal development, it can have a big impact on who you feel aligned with anymore. And I very much have a completely different circle of people that I spend time with now than I did 10 years ago. And it's not that the people I spent time with 10 years ago are bad people. They're all a lot of people. I loved them and I still contact with, you know, a lot of these people. It's just that when I changed, that environment didn't suit where, where I was going. Okay, it's I needed to get into a different environment to really create what I wanted. Okay, and the environment I needed to get into was with other people who were committed to personal growth, who were business-minded, who, you know, saw themselves as having a big purpose on the planet. Because by moving into an environment like that, it became normal. Right? It became normal for me. Okay, so who is it that you need to bring into your life and set that intention in bringing those people in? Because it's one thing to spend less time with people, but then you sort of go, well, like who, I've got no friends, <laughs> right? So who do you want to bring in? So really think about that, set that intention of what kinds of people do you want to bring into your life? And then also think, do you need to learn more about how your own mind works and how you can create change within yourself? Or perhaps you have learnt skills before, but you need to focus more on applying what you've already learnt. Okay, so think about that for today and do something straight away. So if you've been listening to this episode and you've thought, yes, you know what, there's some things I really need to change there, then do something about it today. Okay, the quickest way to change your reality is to act on something that you think to yourself immediately, right? Because that's some of the behavior that will trump your old identity. 
And just remember that anything is possible. As long as you're prepared to do whatever it takes and let go of what you have to do, what doesn't fit anymore, what's not going to fit into new reality, you have to be prepared to let go of that and step up into what it is you really want. Thanks for listening to The Coaching Circle. We hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Please like, share and subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with all our latest episodes. You, my friend, are awesome. So keep coaching and keep evolving.